Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. I have a special guest today. His name is Parker Harris. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a lot of experience, wisdom, talking about masterminds, mental models useful for an entrepreneur. We're talking, you know, again, this podcast is interdisciplinary, cross-disciplinary. I love to cross-pollinate ideas and use them in different areas. So welcome, Parker, to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um, you know, we had connected through Podmatch and tell the audience, you know, your background, your story, and, we'll, you know, we'll get started. Yeah, I think the short version is I was a, a kid that was really interested in ideas when I was a young age, and whether it was, you know, economics or politics or, or business, I started just getting involved in things outside of the, the normal wheelhouse and and it led to some cool opportunities that um that I almost self-sabotaged for connection. Then started another another journey that was more personal development and got into more of a traditional career path. Um, working for a large technology company. Uh, experienced a lot of the 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 pros and the cons of that of that type of life and uh, ended up finding something that I really enjoyed doing that created a lot of value and made that my professional focus about 10 years ago. And, um, and now I'm traveling the, the world with my new wife, uh, building our business um, as we explore new culture, you know, before, before starting uh, the next chapters of our life. Yeah, and it's worth, what's interesting is uh, we you know we were talking backstage, and um, you know we're talking. You, what's interesting is you started a mastermind modeled after Benjamin Franklin, and that's become your business model mission. But more importantly, is um, you you had made a choice to you know people that were leeching off of you and you know sucking you know off of you. Um, you had made the choice to walk people out of your life. And so tell us about that and kind of boundaries and kind of, you know, being re- ruthless about, you know, protecting your time and your energy. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a different chapter of life. There's, there's a lot of acceptance and forgiveness of these days. Um, looking back on it, I know pros and cons. I was only child and um, I had great parents that really wanted the best for me and, you know, were willing to support that and invest into that with their time and, and with their resources, but still yearned for, you know, friend, you know, best friend and, and all of these like titles and external and, and maybe found that in, 
in the wrong the wrong places at a certain point in my life. Um, and I remember just just waking up and realizing that I surrounded uh, myself with a bunch of people that didn't really care about me and were taking advantage of me and had to make some difficult decisions of, you know, moving and, and walking people out of my life, having having some conversations, sometimes not having a conversation, being willing to, you know, take, you know, be, be alone in, in some new choices. And um, I remember looking around and, and seeing in this connect, you know, the connection that other people had and, and really learning to value that too. And be be careful on who I let into my inner circle. I think of it as like curating that group really, really tightly and really closely. Mm. I love the idea where you talked about being alone in certain choices and basically, you know, creating boundaries and not everybody is going to agree with your choice, but, you know, at least you can live with yourself and, uh, you know, own your choices. Talking about, because you, you had created wealth, you had become wealthy, and now you learn how to stay wealthy, stay healthy. Um, what are your ideas around, you know, what successful entrepreneurs do differently? Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of cliches around learning to keep things simple. You know, I think sometimes smart people can also get attracted to entrepreneurship and in their minds want to like solve complex problems. <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the best businesses, you know, solve maybe complex problems in a simple way. And, and I think a big part of, of entrepreneurship is it's, it's more like baseball in that it's like it versus like school in that it rewards people that are willing to embrace failure and like be willing to fail more often than they succeed and just like playing a game that has like like rejection and just just these kind of like things that maybe most people don't don't want to to experience and if i think of a physician you know i think there's probably like a lot of situations that they get put in where it, it, there's no like clear right answer but it's like hey here's here's the different options then based on the decision, you know, the information we have, you know, this is potentially the best, the best option. I think that entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurs and, and even salespeople, you know, there, there's a similar mindset in that it takes to be successful where, you know, you're not taking, like, not, not taking everything so personally um, and being more of a doctor in, in the approach to um, a sale or, or in, in terms of like solving a business problem. Yeah, it was interesting. We, you know, we were talking backstage and we were talking about how doctors, you know, they have this kind of linear mindset and this kind of single focus. And, you know, um, I think COVID really forced them to really wake up and see different things. So um, talk a, a little bit about, you know, mental models, especially entrepreneurship and, um, you know, passive in you know, financial freedom, how entrepreneurs think of these uh, models? Yeah, so I think this, you know, I think the, the reason why mental models are valuable is because it allows for a, 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 a significant amount of understanding based on a simple idea. And it's not so much like, a, like, a, like an analogy or symbolism or, or something like, it's, it's actually a way of looking at something that can create geometric growth and understanding. And so I think that's important to understand like why mental models are important because otherwise it can just be like memorizing something, 
but it's more of like learning how to look at something to to solve like to solve a problem or to identify maybe how to even look at this problem to to create order out of chaos <laughs> in some ways and i remember the first mental model i learned when i was i think 17 18 years old and it was from St stephen covey's seven habits of highly effective people that seminal like book and it's it talks about circle of influence for circle of concern just learning to master that one model i think would really like creates a lot of benefit and then if we start stacking these different there's a, a famous model in in like wealth building that came from rich dad poor dad that's essentially it's a it's it's like a a matrix where you're an, either an employee or you're self-employed or you're an entrepreneur or an investor right and then often there's there's a goal of maybe even being multiple one of those things not just choosing one but you can be an employee who also invests you can be a self-employed person that's you know also invest you can you know there's there's ways to stack that and figuring i think a big part of the challenge in modern you know society and education is even giving the people a space to figure out where they want to be in 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 these kind of in the value chain yeah i love that and um so it, what's interesting is, uh, you know, because this podcast is kind of cross pollination of ideas, guests, you know, from all different walks of life. And, you know, hopefully, you know, whether you're a doctor or not, you know, is kind of you take these insights and distinctions and apply it, you know, as a employee, you know, investor, business owner, self-employed. So one thing is, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you go through rough times, tough times, you go through really great times. Um, how does personal development relate to success as an entrepreneur? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I I think it almost is is non-linear in that I've learned this in not just in a personal development way, but also in terms of relationships as well. And it's the ability to like bounce back when things don't really, you know, when a fire starts or you know when when fight or flight happens, how do how do we see our, our way back into that parasympathetic state and and start making decisions using our prefrontal cortex again and, and not just being stuck in that like again that fight or flight state, which I think it's it's easy to stay in that with modern society, just the amount of noise that it kicks up and the amount of tools that are used to, you know, create different dopamine hits or just like to create different different stimulus. And so, you know, one of the one of the parts of personal development that I'm most interested in is essentially like trigger processing. It's like when when certain situations come up and essentially drops us below the line into that like, you know, fight or flight state, you know, how do we process that and understand you know what happened and what the story is from what happened. <laughs> and and, you know, does that story serve us or not? You know, essentially, like, I think some of this research and some of these ideas go to this idea that most people are living out a story that they wrote somewhere between five and seven years old, and they're not super conscious of that story. Um, and I think once we can take ownership of that story, some really interesting things can happen. Mm. Yeah, I love that trigger processing. And uh, what are like you know you're a, you as an entrepreneur you know what are important habits that you have like you know these are non i know some people it's like you know meditation 
others is like cold showers what what are your important habits to keep you successful yeah um it's interesting i i think drinking water is definitely one of them <laughs> right <laughs> and, and maybe it doesn't get talked enough about and and just learning to breathe i think taking you know taking ownership of of breath is is something that can bleed over to different areas of life i think at the point of, of the journey i'm in currently i've been trying to like cut back like like remove habits versus add to them mm. and almost create space for me to flow in and do what I know that I need to do. But wh where that flow takes me next is usually starting with just long form journaling, like getting really clear about like, like, I, I think it was William James that said, I, I didn't know what I was thinking until I wrote them down, or like, like until I wrote it down. Yeah. Um, so I, I take some time to do that. And then I'll usually meditate from there and then capture any additional thoughts. And then exercise is something that really benefits me when I do it. Um, and yeah. even if that's 10 minutes, my wife and I did a 15 minute band exercise today because we're, we're on the road right now and not, not in a gym, but I think it's more of just making it a way of life, making movement and, and health a way of life versus like a to do item. Uh huh. Yeah. Um the other important thing that you did was you started a mastermind. And what's interesting is, um, you know, people are like, oh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm already successful. I've, you know, I've achieved this. What, why do entrepreneurs need a mastermind? What can they get out of it? Um, and uh, what what's interesting is um, you had, uh, you know, you started your career at a fortune 100 tech companies, and you got to know the executives there. And they, you asked them the advice that, they gave to their children and you realize that you must choose a different path. So tell us about that and how it plays with the mastermind. Yeah. Um, before I, I think one other habit that comes to mind that I would just recommend is building some sort of reflection and planning, uh, like time where there's, there's time where, you know, there's in business, there's this idea of like working on the business versus, in the business. And I think same as human beings, sometimes we need to be working on us instead of in us. And so that's something I'm also like really passionate about. And I think there's some good tools around and again, like learning to simplify that. So it just kind of becomes a, a way of living is a, is another great habit. Um, and I think, you know, this ties well to your question is a mastermind is, is almost like a habit as well in terms of there's a, a frequency component towards building a successful mastermind relationship for those of you, for, for some people that might not have like inherited that term from their personal development, you know, grandfather, this was something that, um, was coined, um, by a few different people, but Benjamin Franklin talked a lot about it. Uh, Napoleon Hill talked a lot about them and then different business Titans and, and inventors also talk a lot about, uh, these type of collaborative environments where, it's more peer to peer and horizontal where ideas come to life. And in scientifically speaking, some people would say it's where change gets activated, where even like the translation of our DNA can, can be altered in these type of environments. And, 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 and some people would call it like multiple minds coming together in the spirit of harmony to accomplish like a goal. And so this case, you know, we're working on a holistic framework of, of, business success relationship success health success 
and also uh, work around fun when making sure people are really enjoying the journey and having the impact that they seek to, to create all centered around personal development. So that's a framework that we created through through our mastermind approach over the last 10 years. And, and quite frankly, it was something that I created for myself because I really needed it and wanted it. Um, I was working hard and I was going to a lot of different events, actually being able to like curate a group of like, you know, those people that I want to have coffee with after the event on an ongoing basis, bringing that group together for regular conversation. A lot of magic happens. A lot of businesses were started and, and grown and, and exited and, and not just on the business side, a lot of cool things happen on the personal side where people were experiencing a level of success where other people want, wanted to figure out how they were doing it and being part of this mastermind was was the solution. That, that really like triggered me as someone that was investing a lot into a lot of different conferences and events and coaches and um, to be like, well, like there's there's something here. And then I was speaking with some executives and um, I, I was able to build some relationships within the, the company that I worked at by organizing other events for the new hires. And I was able to get to know some people that were in positions that I thought that I would want to get. And I learned, you know, that the, the reality that it's not, you know, it's not always greener on the other side and, and those positions, you know, have their pros and cons and, and sacrifice, you know, sometimes they wouldn't even recommend those positions to me. And so I, I kind of had to like, look at, look at life as if I was living it for the second time and dangerously close to making the same mistakes the second time as I did the first time, which is from uh, Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning book, you know, kind of had that, that aha moment where I could see my life going as if I stayed at that, at the company. And I was like, I can't do that. And, uh, and decided to really evaluate in my life what I was willing to suffer for, and uh and junto was one of those things uh interesting um yeah i love how you describe how you curated the mastermind you know to sort of for yourself and um you know that's one of the reasons this podcast you know i can meet and get exposed to you know these great ideas from successful people such as yourself and you know share it and get insights and distinction how do people contact you follow junto follow you on social media etc yeah, I think it's really powerful, like what you're creating and, and what you've created and the opportunity that, that it creates for you. And then also for other people to like be able to learn from the questions. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm fairly active on Instagram and, and Facebook and I'm also on LinkedIn. So feel free to reach out to me there. It's uh, Zach on Instagram um, and Parker Harris on LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, for the audience out there, I hope you got a lot of value from uh, Parker's responses. He's done amazing work, uh, especially with masterminds. Uh, even you know Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods, they have coaches and masterminds. So uh, do the same and uh, curate your group, create boundaries. And uh, all of Parker's resources will be in the links and show notes. And with that, thanks so much for coming out to the podcast. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and with
without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.